guys know like that movie with the Beach Boys? And they've got the, they've got like recordings of them, like, you know, in their early days making music. Mm, no. Yeah, I love that movie. That's this. Oh. It's happening right now to us. Whoa. Right. And people are going to, in a hundred years, people are going to look back on, you know, at, Tom Cruise will be playing me. Who will be playing you, Brent? <laughs> Uh, in a hundred years, man, man, in a hundred years, <laughs> it'll probably be uh, just man. You're really putting me on the spot. I'm everyone that could play me is gonna be gone. Tom Cruise won't be gone because he will be a robot because he has right. the money. And he, well, he has the Scientology to keep him alive. Mm-hmm. So ooh, that's who, why I chose. Who, who else is in Scientology? <laughs> um, okay, yeah, that's a good. Yeah, he's in Scientology. <laughs> Because they're going to be alive, and, you know, I can't predict who's going to be famous in the future. Because we're going to be famous. And our movie isn't the type of movie. Um, John, Travol- John Travolta Ooh. is in there, supposedly. Um, I feel like John Travolta could you play Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, John Travolta, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, apparently, Beck from Beck. Christopher okay. Masterson. Christopher Masterson could play you. Well, He's I, the guy who, um, I kind of already had uh, my actor picked out. Who? I was wanting Tom Cruise, CGI Tom Cruise to play me. Okay. But when mm. he's CGI, it's doable. just not quite right. Okay. Right. That's kind of what I'm wanting. The upper lip is wrong. It's always the upper lip. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking. I'm like thinking that. Christopher Masterson. He's the like guy who played the older brother in Malcolm in the Middle. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think he's a dead ringer for you, and he's in, <laughs> apparently in Scientology. So. Yeah, I, I think I can get behind that. Okay, so those are our three. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep uh, them in the loop. Well, I guess future. we're talking about them now so they know. We got Tom Cruise, John Travolta, and Christopher Masterson all sitting around this table. And yeah, yeah. so it's going to be really important. They're going to be having this conversation. And that's going to be weird. It's going to be very <laughs> meta. Yeah. Right. So if there's anything you want to say right now that you want to make them say, I'm John Travolta. I'm <laughs> I'm Tom Cruise and I'm a little whitey baby. I'm Tom Cruise. <laughs> okay. Tom uh, Cruise is... in that movie, weren't you wearing a fake butt and don't you stand on boxes to make yourself look taller? <laughs> that, see, Tom Cruise would be really good to play me because he too has a has a crippling height <laughs> complex. <laughs> anyway, if you hadn't known yet, yeah, this is a podcast about podcasts. Mm. And it's yes, called sir. Pudwill, the thrift store podcast. Now, don't turn it, don't turn it off yet, because it's going to get funny. Um, we take your trash and turn it into podcast treasures. Thrift store podcast right here. Good sounds going in your ears. Did we say the name of the podcast yet? Yes. Yes, it's Pudwill, the thrift okay, store Okay, I kind of just zone out uh, at some point <laughs> recording. You should, sit, you should send us your podcast ideas straight to our email at pudwill at gmail.com. You can tweet them at Pudwill. You can put them somewhere else. You can put them in the clan chat of our Clash of Clans. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's Pudwill on Clash of Clans. Um, yep. You guys have any <laughs> podcast ideas this week? I'm doing the user submitted, so one of you two can go first. Yeah, I can go first. Uh, Good. My name's Chase Abel, by the way. I'm the reason you're here. And my podcast idea this week... Um, so let me just let me set you up here. You guys know about Food Network. I'm sure you're big fans. Mm-hmm. A lot of yeah. people are. Sure. I really like it. 
Um, you got these shows where it's people kind of like traveling around, you know, like this man versus food, diners, drive-ins, dives, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's like that, but it's all about honey mustard. And we go okay. around the nation and the world in search of the best honey mustard. Okay. Okay. And so we record a podcast about about that as we are going from yeah place to place. Yeah. Journey for the best. <laughs> I don't know, mustard. man. Are you are you trying to get me to say honey mussy? Is that what you want? I was about I to say it. I wasn't trying, but you did do it. <laughs> I was about to say honey mussy. So it's about honey mussy, which is a, the cool kid slang term for. It is. Yeah. If you're if you're over the age of twenty five, you might not know that all the kids call it honey mussy <laughs> these days. You know, I think this could be good, but I'm worried that there's not that many different kinds of honey mustard. Like, what's the upper limit on honey mustard quality? Well, that's why we have to make it a Food Network version. So we do have diners, drive-ins, and dives where we're going places, talking to the chefs of the honey mustard in this region. Right. Getting the the intel, making it with them, tasting it. But also, you have, as Chase said, the man versus food aspect. How fast can you drink this gallon of honey mustard? (laughs) And it's just like, okay. And then we're doing a bunch of, what's the other, what's another one? I don't know. Just the cooking shows, where it's like, here's how we make our personal honey mustard. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm worried about being disappointed, right? Mm-hmm. You watch, you watch Guy Fieri on Diner Drivers and Dives, and you know, like every t- everything he eats, he's like, oh my god, it's <laughs> the most amazing thing ever. But you know that it's really just like okay food. Yeah, every you now and then, that Reuben's just okay. It's just an okay, yeah, it's just an okay sandwich. I'm worried that will be every episode of this honey mustard podcast you know i think with a lot of things in life when you're not when you haven't taken the deep dive you think there's not that much to it you know you suggested that all honey mustard is is similar or like near the same quality Mm -hmm. but once you know when we're on episode 300 and we've had 300 (laughs) things of honey mussy and one's like a tier above it's we're going to know, and we're going to know all the ins and outs of right. that mouthfeel mm-hmm. and all those kind of, like, intricacies of the flavor. We're going to know. So, yeah. I guess I guess my problem is honey mustard's just so easy to make, right? Like, recipe for honey mustard. <laughs> <laughs> it's honey and mustard. And so, whatever place we if, find, if it's like... If you want to have bad honey mustard. Right. It's like, if you find a restaurant that, like, they've got the world's most famous fried chicken or something, mm-hmm. they've got to be doing something special that you can't do at home. And what's a way you can make honey mustard that people can't make it at home? You put extra crap in it, I guess. Like, just extra it, stuff. Is it honey mustard at that point? Yeah. Yes. But depending on how much of the other stuff, you know. <laughs> it is, yes. Okay. If I just put, like, a teaspoon of honey and a teaspoon of mustard in a, in a big chocolate cake, <laughs> not honey mustard, <laughs> but if I just put, like, a little bit of spices in there... Yeah, that's like it, the it could be. I don't know the hammer where it's like it's just the the head of the hammer and then the handle. It's like well, we have a new head of the hammer, but it's the same hand, but it's the same handle. It's like does this really count as yeah. mine or is this just mm. new? My favorite thing about this idea is I want people to be at the end of the podcast. I want there to be the best honey mustard decided and where it is. You're saying the end of the podcast. When does the podcast end? After we've tried every honey mustard. Yeah. Do you understand how tall of a task this is? Look, man, I'm 
we're gonna, this I, is gonna, sorry to cut you off, but if, this is going to be the... No, this is important. I'm going to be <laughs> off and continuing. <laughs> this is the uh, the pie episode for my Carly. What? Uh, can you fill me in a little bit? So in the, I have, uh, I've in, seen iCarly, but... In the hit know. Nickelodeon television show, iCarly. Made by Dan, Dan Schneider. Made by Dan God Schneider, starring... Rest in power. Rest in power. They're just like, hey, everyone, we, we can't get our favorite cake anymore, so everyone send us uh, your, our favorite pie. Send us your recipes for, was it coconut cream pie yes. or something? Yes, And I then remember. they ate all of the coconut cream pies that they received, and then... Uh, I don't know, they just died at the end of the episode or something. Yeah, I'm starting to remember that. <laughs> so we could make it easier on ourselves by having people send us the honey mustard. But then it does Instead become less dynamic because we can't, like, we can't talk to the person who made mm-hmm. it. We can't find the, the the mustard tree that provided the mustard seeds. I wasn't thinking about unique supply of ingredients. I was just thinking unique ingredients. Right, it's like in this... Yeah one square mile region mm-hmm. of Canada, the mustard trees grow 10% better. So they've got the most superior honey mustard. mustard seeds from trees? I think so, right? That We're going to have to dive into that on the podcast. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be episode one, is what is honey mustard? And I think what it's, is mustard? it's not just about the ingredients, it's about the process of making it. It's right. like the way you stir it all together is really going to okay. gonna change the, the final product. This does have many layers. It is a tree. It is a tree? The mustard tree. Well, now that we solved that mystery, <laughs> do you guys want to move on to the next episode idea? Absolutely. Ooh, almost coughed into the mic. Well, do you want to go or you want me to go? Uh, go for it. Okay. Here's my idea. And I'm pretty tuned in with the youth, right? That's right. And I'm thinking yeah. about like the Everyone 90s. Says James is in with those youth. The, <laughs> the 90s, early 2000s era. What was yep. it all about? It was all about skateboarding. Oh, yeah. Jackass. Mm-hmm. You know, Big yeah. Brother kind of, you know, not the TV show, but the magazine mm-hmm. is like punk culture. Mm-hmm. Right. And I want to bring that back a little bit. But I also know that in the modern era, everyone's a little bit more sensitive. Okay. You know, we're in touch with our emotional, artistic sides, right? Got it. Mm-hmm. So here's my idea. Ass poetry. <laughs> we, it's poetry inspired <laughs> yeah. by popular jackass stunts. Okay. So this is a podcast where we consume the stunts mm-hmm. and we write poetry about it. We really get in touch with our emotional selves. Oh, goodness. Some of those right. stunts are something else. We could write sonnets. Yeah. We could write haikus. Haikus. Now, Other kinds of poems. I don't want to out myself here, but I have consumed little to no jackass media. Well, I've consumed very little. Little. I think James is the, the well. I mean, in-house expert. It's pretty like pretty much the names on the tin. It's like yeah. they just prank each other with like pain, mm-hmm. basically, right? It's like this guy went in the porta potty. Let's launch it down a hill. <laughs> Like yeah, most of it is that, just like that is it. people slapping other people, right? And these aren't these aren't natural. These are like very contrived. Like it's not like oh he happened to go in a porta potty. It's like no, it's, hey man, it's go all... in the porta potty so we can prank you. It's like half and half. Okay, a lot of it is intentional, mm-hmm. right? 
Like, there's one where... I haven't consumed that much either. Really? Okay. <laughs> there's one where... Um, oh, what happened? Oh, there's a lot of, like, just random nudity that's very funny. You know, it's like, hey, there's a big fat guy running around naked. That's funny. That, yeah, that's... So that it's very funny. It's very funny. <laughs> that sounds really funny. Thinking back on, like, uh, when they were coming out, it's just like, I think the last, like, big movie of it was in theaters. I was like, I don't know if I want to go to a movie, a movie theater, theater and then sit there for an hour and a half and just watch, like, a prank compilation <laughs> in, in, while I'm just, like, eating some popcorn. It's pretty but, wild, mm-hmm. now that I think of it that way. A lot of it, I think my least favorite, like, portion of it is where it's just, like, let me hurt myself for your pleasure. Yeah. Like, I, I do remember one distinctly where this guy's just, like, giving himself paper cuts. Oh. And it's like, this is not good entertainment. No. <laughs> Uh, but in the early 2000s, it was. And I want to bring that back. Yeah. <laughs> I want to return to form. Bring back punk culture. Forced artistic sadism. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Squeaky shoe. I think there's a lot of, like, emo potential here. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not punk, but emo. Right. We're doing poems. Sensitive. Emotional. Could we get into, like, spoken word? Sure. Any kind of poetry, really. You could write a song for all I care. Okay. That's my idea. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, I like it. I think if we could even incorporate some some slam poetry, it mm-hmm. would kind of tie back in that, that the yeah. punk vibes into the poetry. In yeah. addition to what we're writing the poetry about. It's like, Steve-O tastes himself in the nipple. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Pain coursing through his soul. Wow, <laughs> that's just a little. That's, that's just a little sampler. You just gave me a little taste, and I'm yeah. feeling better about this idea all the time. That's just a little teaser there. That might have to be our first uh, video episode, though, just to watch you uh, really get in groove. Yeah, with you're it. very expressive. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I should start doing open mics. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Brent, you got an idea? Yes. This idea comes in from Alexander. And he asks... Uh, thank you, Alexander. Oh, yes. Thank you we for... We are eternally grateful to every one of our listeners that submission. submission. Uh, Not like all those freeloaders <laughs> who just listen, listen and don't contribute. <laughs> so, uh, the suggestion is, if you're asked to lay siege or capture... Uh, it says the Vatican, but I'm going to expand and just say okay. any uh, globally recognized uh, important area. How would you go about doing it? No, I think the I think the fact that it's the Vatican is important. No, I I do think that we should <laughs> stick to the Vatican, but like, as a podcast idea, here. it could be that okay. How it's just like a bunch of people getting together. It's like so <laughs> all hypothetical. What right. if we were to, I don't know, lay siege to the Vatican? How are we going to do this? Each and episode like hear, is a different yeah, siege. You hear a map roll out, and they're like, okay. <laughs> and then they just go for it. I li- Okay, I like this. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like it a lot. Like, here we have, you know, like, Aqueduct C right. has no guards on it. And it's big <laughs> enough that we could get a small person through. Right, yeah. <laughs> if we like- plant... And when they're in, and if they wear one of the guards' outfits, when they get out, we're in the clear. And then they can open the gates to the Vatican, and now all of us are in. Right. So this Phase is one. 
it's a little bit timely, mm-hmm. right? Like, should we have an episode on how to lay siege to, say, the Capitol building? <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's kind of what I'm Perhaps about. the White House. <laughs> we'll skip those. What are the legal repercussions if, if our listeners were to follow through we on... Have to, well, yeah. We would have to not pull up true blueprints well and then also make it very satirical where it's just like and then we take the big bomb or i don't know maybe that's not jokey enough but it's like we have to make a cartoon <laughs> well i don't think it's a joke though i would not, like to make actual well hmm. siege plans we'll have to we'll have to preface every episode with this is a hypothetical situation mm-hmm. no one is intended to do this this is purely for education and entertainment right. purposes only um you know, and then at that point, basically, our are, you know, the people can do it. I think what we're doing is more a service to the security guards of these places. Mm. Oh, we're like, teaching them what their weaknesses are, so they can cover them. This is like when people get paid to like uh, do to like hack. software analysis and like yeah. get into mm-hmm. very sensitive documents, and it's like this is how I did it, and then they up the firewalls there. Yeah. So, mm. I think what we're doing is a public service. Mm-hmm. And no one can sue us no. for doing this. I I think we we cover ourselves. Was, yes, it's all hypothetical, educational, and we're not going to do it. All so right. don't worry about it. So now that we have the legals out of the way, I think this is good because I think we can really stick it to the man and tear down the the structure. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm an anarchist. <laughs> <laughs> So one thing that I'm really interested in is, so we make our, our siege plan, we're mm-hmm. in the Vatican, Yes. now what? We Like, we did it, mm-hmm. we're in there, Right. what do we do now? Well, we don't need to tell people why they need to lay siege to the Vatican. They may have their own purposes. Okay. We could expand on what we want to do once we're in the Vatican. Like, I want to party with the Pope. <laughs> and they won't let me. Wait, are we taking the Pope hostage then? Well, he he'll come. <laughs> he's, he's cool. He's, he's cool. He's down to cloud. <laughs> it is a non-forced but heavily uh, persuaded, in, in, in persuaded and encouraged <laughs> dinner party with the Pope. It's like Pope, we're not handing you their gun, holding you their gunpoint. No, but we do have guns. <laughs> <laughs> I do have this laser that cut through uh, the steel yeah. bars and the aqueduct, so everything will be okay. I like this. Though. I like the logistics of it. Like, mm-hmm. if you place a mortar. At this point on this building, you have a perfect line of sight to this hypothetical bedroom. <laughs> you wow. know, there's a lot we can get into here. Yeah. How many? Let's let's um, let's play play in the space a little bit. How many? What, what would you do to lay siege to the Vatican, Brent? All right. Put so, you in the spot. Uh, so the Vatican, I'm pretty sure, is its own city or country or it's county? its own country I it's think. its own country but it's very small so, so it's very small so i imagine that there are some sort of intense above ground borders set for the vatican I think not just was. like this is a <laughs> professional building so we put uh some gates but it's like this is a country's border in the middle of what is already another town yeah so it's like okay so above ground vatican heavily covered Vatican is in Rome. Rome? Yeah. Yeah. So Rome got absolutely has the aqueducts. So and the catacombs and everything. So 
the underground approach is the best approach unless we go from the sky okay. i'm thinking you're probably right i bet they forgot about underground <laughs> they did all the security yeah. stuff and then they just they forgot did. that there were, were there not more a, space underground the pope cannot escape us nor nicholas cage so the vast <laughs> way the vast <laughs> treasure that man's always underground yeah. okay yeah he's in mount rushmore under just a church don't they go on to Wall the Street. vatican don't they go to the vatican no or is that the da vinci code that's probably Da Vinci Code. I don't, I don't know. think Da Vinci Code. So well, the Vatican has some really high walls. I mean, I'm talking like seventy feet, mm. but what? they're really they're really old. I've seen Despicable Me, I don't and like I think you could. Them. I think you could Assassin's Creed your up way up those things. <laughs> okay, like Dark of Night. So you may be able to climb them, but can you climb them while you're getting shot at is kind of the concern I have. Do well, they have guns? Does, does the Pope allow his guards to have guns? I'm really confident they have guns. I don't know that, but. I'd imagine they have guns. Also, this is just also me asking. They probably have guns. What kind of security is at the Vatican? Do they have, like, keypad doors? Because I'm imagining, like, the central Catholic building is just, like, not a tech... It's it's not a tech warehouse. But is it now? I bet it is. So I'm looking at the Vatican's military. Yeah. And they've got these, like, very flowery... Everyone look it up right now. They've got these, like, clown man... Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Yes. And they are carrying halberds. So I think if we I think if you have a gun and they all have halberds, you're fine. A non lethal gun, of course, because we'd never kill someone. But I just this can't be right. They can't be They've got They can't halberds. be walking around in twenty twenty one in this attire. Whoa. I mean, they're yep. mostly yep, ceremonial. The, for listeners at home. Uh, they have black berets on. Well, that's when they're not in their Roman legionnaire helmets. And then they have blue and gold and red diagonal stripes. They do kind of look as like... As they're, like, puffy, like, tight at the wrist and at the uh, waist and ankle, but puffy everywhere else, parachute pant, guard uniforms. They do kind of look like Ronald McDonald. Yep. I do. This is strong. Ronald McDonald wielded just actual halberds. <laughs> I think we could take these clowns. Yep. With my karate skills and Chase's gun that he has. Ooh, I, th- <laughs> anyway, I think we can take this place. Absolutely. Um, Ooh, Google's saying handsome as a tag. Let me click on it. Do you guys have anything else funny to say? Yeah, they're handsome. Um, I think I just said it. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else have anything funny? Google says the Swiss guard is very handsome. Yeah, anyone else? But anyone anything else? Funny? Anything funny? Um. Mm. Mm. Um. Uh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, give me a minute. Nah, Come on. Okay. Well. I'll probably think of something. Everybody, hold. Chase is thinking of something funny. Um. The longer the longer he thinks, the funnier we can expect it to be. So this is going to be pretty good. Uh. Do you guys think maybe the the Pope ever dresses up in one of those clown costumes and does All right. a little show? I really thought no, no. <laughs> he might do a little show for the security. <laughs> the Pope does not court jester for the Swiss Guard. No, he does not. <laughs> that would be funny. So did I do it? Did I do it then? All right. Um, it was a layup. Yeah, we got joke. You guys want to? Choose one of these podcasts. I could get down with choosing. 
I feel like that's something that then is very manageable right now. Then choose. Uh, so we have Siege Operations yeah. podcast. We have we have Jack. We have Ass Poetry. Ass Poetry. We'll think of a better name. And Chase, what was Honey your Mussy? Title? Honey, the yeah, the search for it or Food Network Honey Mussy. Yeah, that, that's what works. Mm. The search, the search for Honey Mussy. Oh, these no, are really good. Search for. Honey, I shrunk the mussy. Uh, yeah, honey, I shrunk the mussy. <laughs> all right, who? Somebody choose. <laughs> We're giving all power to one person. Sponsored yeah. by the B movie. <laughs> you like choose. honey mussy? Uh, uh, I think I'm going to vote for um, sieging the Vatican. Yeah, I think let's siege the Vatican. Okay. My vote doesn't or matter. Or somewhere else. So I'm going to vote for my idea, the <laughs> jackass thing. All right, when we come back from the break, we're going to take idea. over the Vatican yes. and claim it for a different religion. What religion should we claim it for? Platism. Platism. That's our goal. The... Our, our goal is to lay siege to the Vatican yeah. so that we can install Platism <laughs> instead of Catholicism. All right, Fancy see you guys idea. then. Hello, my name is Chase Abel. Good little hosts. This episode is brought to you by Bongo Bongo, Steve Miller Band, hit single specifically the club remix so um it's just a it's a great song i haven't heard it james have you heard it i've not heard the song bro have you heard it uh i do own it and i've listened to i think like 30 seconds of the original well there you have it folks uh great song we really recommend it go listen to it after you listen to this episode it it does have a really funny album cover yeah it's got a little guy on there so. I can't recommend listening to the song, but I can recommend looking <laughs> at the album cover. So just go check that out right now, actually. Welcome back to the heist of the century. Today we are planning our heist on, or rather our siege and capture of the Vatican City for the sake of the religion platism. I am Ronald McDonald, your stealth assassin. I'm George Clowney, explosives expert. I'm Tom Diesel, distraction dude. All right, you guys, me, a clown, and my clown friend, George Clowney. Uh-huh. We knew each other in clown school. We met Dom Diesel at an underground fight club. Yeah. Oh, sorry, my order's ready. He's got to get his voice. So we, um, for context, we are, we're in a Burger King Near Vatican City. Uh-huh. We're, pe- we're, we're preparing our, our heist, and we're about to leave here and go there. I, I, I have to... I, I gotta get up, too. I'm, I'm after him. So I'll, I'll, I'll be right back, podcast listeners. It's All just right. me now. Alone right. at this table. <laughs> <laughs> back with my two whoppers. <laughs> Woohoo. My favorite fast food hamburger. Me, Ronald McDonald. My favorite <laughs> fast food hamburger is the Whopper. All right, I'm I'm back with my order too, but I kind of ate it on the way, so it's just an empty tray now. All right, let's cover. I think first we need to we need to have our goal set in mind. Our goal for this mission is to assassinate the Pope uh, with laughter. Uh, oh well. Um. Our goal is to assassinate the Pope with laughter and cause him to turn over to platism. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You know us, clown school jokesters. We're just 
making the jokes, doing the jokes. This mission praying is praying <laughs> to platism. This mission is no joke, George Clowney. This is the most important mission of our lives. Should we fail, you've each been given a cyanide pill. If you are captured during this mission, you will take that pill. Oh, uh, wait. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't remember that part. All right. Well, I mean, you did give me the cyanide pill, but I thought it was for, like, post-explosives things. I, I put it in my medicine cabinet. Uh, do I need to get that before we go? That's okay. I've got, I've got extras. Here you go. Okay, thank you. you. Oh, oh, yeah. Then thank you. you. All right. Let's tuck this away in my clown pocket. You can fit anything in there. <laughs> Um, I, I'm gonna uh, distract. Yeah, go over your you part can do of the it, mission. Dom. You Dom. can distract. So I'm uh, planning on. Uh, I'm gonna go up to the guards and say, uh, "Pope said no more guards," and then they'll leave. That'll be pretty distracting. And if they don't leave, I'll just hit this shiny red button, and then they will have to leave. <laughs> All right, my plan as the stealth assassin, um, I've got this. I've got costumes. Ooh. All right, one costume is an exact one-to-one replica of the pattern of the exterior wall. Oh. All right. <laughs> Where? Uh, Which part of the outer wall? Or is it uniform? It's a uniform wall. Ooh, and expensive. I, your outfit is uniform. It's a uniform. Hey, we're the clowns form. here, Dom. We're the clowns here. <laughs> Dom, we won't dis- we won't distract people, and you won't make jokes. <laughs> That's the rule. Sorry. This is not funny. This is this is not funny. Serious business platism <laughs> is. So I'm gonna put on that that outfit, and I'm gonna climb. I'm gonna scale the wall with my clown claws. Uh huh. I'm gonna dig my clown claws in and scale up. The back of that. Outfit is plaid. The front is plaid. Oh, uh, yeah, the part that, that will be against the wall. As according with the plaidism laws and bylaws. Just wanted to absolutely keep a brother accountable. <laughs> so, my next, my next step is I've got another outfit that is an exact one-to-one replica of the pattern of the floor of the Vatican. <laughs> <laughs> I will don this outfit, and I will... Crawl along the floor of the Vatican. Wait, wait. Does that mean you have to change outside? So it's part of my clown schooling that I can change in point one seconds flat. Good. I wish I took that class. Good skill. Dang. Also, the floor of the Vatican is the exact same one-to-one pattern as the wall of the Vatican. Ooh. So it is just one outfit. Uh, okay. Nice. So I will be crawling along the floor of the Vatican watching out for any pedestrians and um, tourists. And any pope. In the case of any tourists stepping on me, as I will be so well hidden, my back will be coated with a highly toxic poison (laughs) that will instantly kill anyone that touches it. Through their shoes? Through their shoes. What about clown shoes? Clown shoes are are, um, immune to poison, as we all know. Uh, Just don't put the... Outfit on inside out. Good call. Good call, Dom. <laughs> Very important. And, and no, like, no hugs. No I've spent, I've spent, me, Ronald McDonald, has spent 100 years becoming immune to this poison. So I should be fine. Oh. 
I'm just gonna place a whole lot of C4 just in the aqueducts on the other side, not the wall that you'll be climbing, around the wall, down the road, as we discussed, and to make sure that there's no distractions taking place, there will be some in very highly uh, trafficked areas to where <laughs> it'll make a sinkhole and everybody will fall in. Uh, everybody? Almost everybody <laughs> will fall in. So, Dom, I think we should try to limit casualties. Um, what will you be doing to distract the pedestrians to keep them from stepping on my poison-coated back? I'll, uh, I'll go around and tell people that the Pope said no more pedestrians, and they'll leave. That seems to be a... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's going to work, Dom. You got any backup plan? Well, that's it worked with the guards. That was a ooh, hypothetically ooh. it worked. Say, with the, say the Pope's mom said no. Then they really have to go home. That's smart. Pope said you can't stay here, but Pope's mom said you really can't stay here. Okay, so that's plan and then backup plan. So that should work. George Clowney. I don't know about this Dom guy. For one thing, he's not a clown. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's not a clown. But also, it seems like he's kind of a one-trick pony, and that trick is telling people that they have to leave. And I'm not sure yeah, that's going to work. Well, uh, he, he is he is our ride, so... Yeah. Um, I, I did want to let you guys know, since we are just sitting in a Burger King booth, your private conversations are pretty pretty public here. Quiet, Dom. Like, but we're at, we're we're at, you hear what you're saying. We're at the, the curved cushion side, and you're at the chair side. So, you know. So I, I am a little farther away. That's right. <laughs> but we're also cool guys in the cool guys section, and you're just a, a guy in a chair. So you're ready for distractions, you guys uh, which are, you're good at. You guys are being pretty mean. All right, Dom. Um, just just shush up. Let's remember what we're all here for. Platism. Platism. That's right. All right. So, um, George Clowney. Uh-huh. I know that you were intending on using your kazoo at some point in this heist. That is that is my backup plan. It honestly seemed no like one... a distraction dude kind of job, but you did say yes. you were going to have to use your kazoo. If, if, it, if it comes to it, my kazoo can hit certain frequencies that explode your eardrums <laughs> and eyeballs. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, very impressive. They also affect my eyeballs and eardrums, so last much <laughs> effort. Okay. Commit to the explosive cause, you know? <laughs> so one, it's a one-use. It's a one-use item. Not true. Well, I can use can it play again. kazoo without eyes and eardrums. Well, that's, that's why it's been passed down to me by my grandpappy, who has no eyes or eardrums. I didn't understand it at the time, but I know now. <laughs> All right. So um, what are we going to do once we get to the Pope? It seems like we've got a pretty solid, foolproof, unstoppable plan to that point. Uh, I yeah. could say uh, Pope said no more Pope. <laughs> and he'll have to leave. Well, we gotta, we gotta make the we got to make the Pope laugh. So he converts uh, the platinum. I'll say, uh, Pope said, Pope has to laugh. It's like Simon says, he'll get it. I don't know if that's going to work. Mm. I, just don't, I just don't see that working, Dom. Could we do a joke? Could we make him, like, could we, like, show him something know. funny? 
Or make him we, listen to something could, funny. Hmm. I know what we could do. Ooh. We could make him listen to Pudwill, the thrift store <gasps> podcast. Ooh, those guys that are always making idea. me laugh. That's the funniest podcast. It is the funniest <laughs> podcast. I listen to it when I'm not listening to our show, the heist show, <laughs> or the scene show. Weren't you on? Weren't you on one of their episodes, George Cloudy? Uh, yes, yes, we uh, we. It was about my band before I was in this group. And I, it went by George Clown then, but since I'm in heisting, I'm George Clowny, you know. Undercover. Name huh? Undercover. Undercover. That's, smart. That's a good undercover name. Wink. Wink. <laughs> anyway, so I think I think we'll play we'll play the Pope, put Will the Thrift Store podcast, and he'll laugh so hard he'll convert to platism. Ah. And then we'll that's tattoo a good idea. We'll tattoo him plaid on the spot. Dom, you've got your tattoo kit? Uh no, but I could I could find a, a tattoo artist and, and So and, Dom, you're supposed to be our distraction dude and tattoo artist. Well I, I'll I'll give it a go. I'll try it. I'm not I'm really George Clowney, I'm really not feeling good about this Dom I, dude. I mean we could we could probably okay. find him some, some, the weak link. some gel pins and some needles behind this bar, this this Burger King. <laughs> it it'll work out. Um yes, Burger King worker. Hello? Yes, I'm Ronald McDonald. Yes, I'll take a picture with you. Yeah, um, I'm loving it. That's right. <laughs> um, do you have any needles and ink? Oh, you do. All right. Um, yeah, I'll take a number five then. <laughs> the needles and ink special. All right, thank you. I'll be five hundred dollars. I forgot. That's crazy. Forgot they had that deal going right now. <laughs> Can I can I get a little discount since I'm you know Ronald McDonald? Oh, for free? Thank you. Good, All right, good deal. I love that's you. That's a good deal. <laughs> All right, I got the needles and ink. I think we're All ready right. to go. It sounds like we're ready to go. Yeah, this is this is all panning out very well. Dom, you got your ride outside. Yeah. Dom, it's just a bicycle, man. Uh. <laughs> Well, one on the handlebars, and I'll be in the seat, and then someone on the back peg. All I right. call spokes. I'm really yeah. not feeling good about this Dom guy. <laughs> it's there's It'll plenty okay. of room. All right, well, All we're right, off. let's go. If there's another episode of this podcast, we survived this heist. This was the final episode <laughs> of the heist podcast. Ronald McDonald died by being stepped on by a huge. <laughs> A huge beefy man in the in the courtyard of the Vatican. <laughs> George Clowney died when he used his kazoo at such a high frequency that all the blood vessels in his brain exploded. And Dom died in a bike crash while <laughs> while attempting to escape the Vatican. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed listening to these men last these men's last words. And. F- Finally, we want to say rest in peace to the Pope who died of laughter from listening to Pudwell the Thrift Store podcast. Rest in peace. Long, wait. What's the... The Pope is dead. Long live the Pope. We're sorry. That's our show. (laughs) Right there at the end, I was like, man, I really want to sing the In the Arms of the Angels. I was like... Ah, it doesn't go with this vibe. (laughs) That was good. All right, that was Pudwill. Take it or leave it.
That's the show. Green sticker, four ninety nine. Best deal you can get. Five dollars. If you don't pay us five dollars before listening to this episode, you're stealing. You wouldn't. You wouldn't download a car, would you? You, you wouldn't download a car. <laughs> Again, thank you to uh, Alexander for the for the submission. topic submission for our for our Poodwheel podcast today. Uh, keep them coming. Really enjoying them. I think that's that's two for two that we've discussed and then gone with for user submissions. Yeah. So wow, that means so everyone else is better than us. Nice. That's what we're learning. It's All not right, good, guys. <laughs> okay. So Ruth Ann and Alexander, if you guys want to take over Pudwill, <laughs> be interested. Uh, everybody, please subscribe to this podcast. We need it. We need it. And it's the only way we'll get money to eat. <laughs> Leave a review. No, we don't get money. Share it with your friends and family. Show your teacher. Um, show your pets. Show it to your listen. Make your pets listen to it. Mm-hmm. Play it on repeat while you're sleeping. Show it to your alternate personalities. <laughs> Let them listen to it. Put it in a time capsule and send it to space for the aliens to find. Yes. All right. We'll see you next week on Put Will. Put Will. Put Will. Put Will. Put will, 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 put